to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, also otherwise known as Scottcast. It's, it's your humble pod king, Ian Dixon, here with uh, former pod king Scott Kraus. Hello. Jesus Christ, it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been the in in a year full of very long weeks. This has been the easy. First place winner for longest week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn. I'm pretty sure democracy failed. <laughs> is that what happened? Uh, there's a revolt, or is it, or is it, or is it stronger than ever? It's hard to tell. I mean, it seems like struggle signals change. That's my hope, anyway, at this point. And it's definitely been a struggle week. It's communication, though. Yeah, I think so much of it is. It seems like the majority of the country is on board and they're like, yeah, things are kind of fucked up right now. And like, Mm -hmm. definitely people of color and specifically uh, black people have been getting the brunt of that for the better part of a couple of decades or a couple of fucking centuries here now. And pretty much just since. Just since, <laughs> just, yeah. So they can own the word since. <laughs> so uh, I hope that that signals change and progression and uh, love and respect for one another. But boy, it feels real dark right now. I was I was thinking about it because there's so much social media going on. But a big message with uh, the social media was. Uh, like, what are you doing? We did the Blackout Tuesday thing, and mm. a lot of the criticism was the Blackout Tuesday is not enough. So I was thinking, well, what could Scottcast do? It's like the whitest show on earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like whatever I say, it's like, I'm just going to be, I'll, I'll only be able to parrot things, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like we can donate uh, the Patreon anymore because we... Uh, unfortunately lost a Patreon subscriber after my space rant. Oh, fuck. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I think it was the space rant. Um, I'm, I won't re- I won't release information. I won't dox any former Scott Castigators, although I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't want that uh, the VHS package in the mail? Well, I didn't reach out with that yet. All those ideas kind of came into fruition. Afterwards, uh, we were going to send this person uh, a gift for being a Patreon, but maybe we just should send it to all Patreons instead. We'll just, we just need uh, a few VHS tapes. I can make that happen. So we lost a Patreon subscriber talking about space, which makes me really concerned about talking about anything actually needed. <laughs> You know, that's, that's part of being a good ally is fuck the consequences. You you do what what's in your heart, you know? Yeah. Like I'm an ally of paleontology and Black Lives Matter. If you unsubscribe because of that, then fuck you. Yeah, we don't need them. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, it was just like a like a credit card expired. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're like starting the pot. Fuck this guy. <laughs> oh, fuck you, guy. You don't update your uh, credit card information. What do you do with your Netflix, sir? Did Netflix get it first? 
Well, that's why we're not naming names. We'll take your money. But it's a, it is a serious time. It's like we want to be good patrons of the earth ourselves. Damn, there's a lot to consider regarding that right now. Yeah, I mean, a lot of big questions. Like, I wouldn't have ever fathomed that one of the main rallying cries would be abolish the police completely. Wow. And then you think about it and you're like, well, maybe we could switch over to vigilantism. If we're going to abolish the police, then vigilantes got to be okay. You got to completely legalize it. I mean, we've been toting the Hamtramck Avengers for some time now, and I think they've demonstrated their uh, their consideration for the public good. Yes, they have. Their willingness to tackle perps against dumpsters for the sake of uh, a measly tip jar. All about justice and without any pay. Yeah. Vigilantes might be the solution. Although I was also thinking, like, while we're on the topic, my favorite superhero is Batman. And technically, Batman's big uh, superpower is literally police brutality. (laughs) (laughs) It's like all he does. It's like he just like breaks people's arms, you know, regardless of their involvement in the crime. It is non-lethal, though. (laughs) Right. That's true. That's a step up from where we're at. Right. (laughs) That's depressingly true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they can't walk anymore, but... Well, yeah. So, Batman. Maybe we could have more Batman. You know, Elon Musk can finally put his billions to uh, a direct good use. Yeah. Become a superhero. Iron Man is based on Elon Musk. I would believe that if... uh... If not for Iron Man having been around for several decades. I meant meant (laughs) uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal. Apparently, he modeled him on Elon Musk. I believe that for 100%. Yeah. So, like, all that cocky asshole stuff? Yep. Elon. Definitely in character, yeah. Elon Musk is like if Tony Stark uh, was a cocky asshole and never changed. (laughs) (laughs) He's the beginning of the character arc. Without any of the development. And so that kind of marks like a part of the long week too. Elon Musk both quit Twitter and got back in. Yeah. 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 And so during this week, the, the longest week of 2020, Elon Musk himself both quit and got back onto Twitter. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much I want to talk about Elon Musk today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the time. Would you go on Twitter, maybe? Uh, drown out Elon Musk? With- I don't think anyone would pay attention to me on Twitter. I don't think I would have all that much to say on Twitter, to be honest. I mean, that's what I thought. But look at me now. I've got like 40 followers. And sometimes, sometimes, uh, they like what I say. Yeah. Like two or three of them. I would, I would follow you. I would retweet you. I would yeah. like your stuff. I would I would be curious. I would probably even get subscribed notifications to the Ian Dixon Twitter feed. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll think about it. I don't I don't I don't know that that's my my gig. I'm okay. not like a a leader in that way. Like Twitter has any leaders. Well, I don't know. 
That's what a tweet would sound like. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know that my voice is the one that needs to be heard right now. Well, that's a thought. But like you said, no one would hear it but me. True. So, so your the share of voice wouldn't get too bothered, I don't think. Ooh. Like I could imagine, like you popping onto Twitter, and then like all the political activists' movements like stop, like in their tracks, because Ian Dixon tweeted some stuff, and now everyone's feed is just clogged with Ian Dixon, just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like you become the Twitter sensation, global unrest completely quelled. Because everyone's just fanatic about fan favorite Ian Dixon. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not what we need. I mean, what if it was like literally it changed society? Borders dissolved, religions discarded, all because like your Twitter feed is like this glorious strain of just thoughts and musings. You know, it doesn't even have your profile picture. Like your profile picture is like your cat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't really glorify anybody. You're the super ego of the entire world. You're pod king now. Yeah. So you can't really say that, that you're not putting your voice out there. You're a pod king. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe I'll just like tweet Sunra lyrics and like hmm. suddenly world peace. And that would be great. That's all it took. <laughs> There's no fans of Sunra on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. I um. <laughs> You're having a hard time with this Pod King helm at this point. It's like global unrest happens, and like I thrust the Pod King title upon you. <laughs> like I can't deal with this. You do it. Yeah, I. I mean, I've been meddling with these heavy questions all week and it's just uh i don't think i'm the one to provide the answers i think i can support people in finding the answers all right i don't know if that's the function of the pod here okay so where would you say people should look i think um the community is most impacted i think we want to look to the leaders of like the Black Lives Matter movement, those leading the protests currently in pretty much whatever city you're listening from. Okay. <laughs> They're the ones with the voices and we should... Uh, I can't wait to see like who's heading Black Lives Matter in Holdridge, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> but follow that guy. <laughs> That's the guy we want to hear from, man. And use what whatever clout you have to magnify those voices. And that's... Uh, I guess that's the best role I can play right now, and I don't, I don't know that that's something that we can expect right now. Oh, so I can't just force the answer out of you? No. <laughs> I can't just provoke you into spilling out the truth like some sort of oracle in Delphi? Not directly, no. Okay. Um, Slippy some mushrooms, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> How is that mushroom video coming along? We're about done with quarantine. <laughs> well, first round. I'll have to, uh, yeah, there's like basically two scenes left to shoot and I need Bronwyn for it. So maybe this weekend, but I can't promise that. But hopefully in the next couple of weeks here. Okay. So we're going to expect uh, a new Ian's Cult Kitchen. 
David's show got a lot of traction on Reddit. <laughs> Did it? Got a lot of views. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> the the damn show, not the the earpod. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh, if you guys, if if you guys on the Scottcast audience want to watch, I would say this is an Oscar contender in, in the category of earbud reviews. <laughs> this is probably the best produced earbud review you could ever watch. David on his One Life to Live channel posted a forty-five minute comparing and contrasting video of like two sets of wireless earbuds for fitness. It's the most specific video I've ever watched in my life. And it was kind of fascinating. Very thorough. I'll give him that. I didn't even know some of the things about headphones that he was talking about. And like, I, I work with sound here. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is my thing. And he's like telling me about this dust and scratch rating as compared to the water submersion rating, which are two different ratings, Scott. You could have a submergible earbud, but if you get a little dust in it, dead. Yeah. So I learned that, and you could too. You just have to invest, you, you, instead of watching a movie one day, <laughs> <laughs> or, um, I don't know, uh, doing your taxes, or uh, having a good night's rest, you could learn exactly which of these two particular pairs of earbuds you should purchase. Spoiler alert, there's pros and cons. So, yeah, his damn show did good. Yeah. I posted sad on Reddit, and it did really good. Nice. I got a subscriber and a few good comments that mostly liked Kyle. Hell yeah. Kyle's a magnificent being. He really is. I gave him a whiskey in the video, and uh, he wanted more whiskey later, and that was his role. Mm -hmm. People seem to like that. They they uh, res it resonates with them that I would be alone at home, talking to my cat, drinking with my cat, making steak, and sad about it. Yeah, it really resonated with people. So you're saying that I have a uh, a good chance of being a Reddit star. I could see it happening. I could see I could see Ick really catapulting with the mushroom episode. Mm -hmm. I'll try and get it done. My fame depends on it. I'm thrusting you into like the limelight so I can ride your <laughs> coattails later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well shit, soon enough we'll be able to film episodes together. Yeah. That'd be great. Scottcast headquarters about to be reopened. At least for the main triumvirate. Bronwyn actually uh ordered some like prosthetic makeup to experiment with so she can uh, be an integral piece of Ick moving forward. All right. So that would mean your production has the largest crew. Yeah. Production value catapulted like a thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> she's actually good with makeup. So I'm sure learning the prosthetics, she's got like some good base techniques down already. And having somebody who's willing to just like sit there behind the scenes and like really sculpt something for, for somebody else to, to take all the glory with, you know, Brown one's the one. That's how she likes it. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't like that limelight. Right. Episode 50. She still like wakes up in the middle of the night, like yelling. <laughs> <laughs> there was a microphone in front of her. Right. <laughs> she actually won that one. 
Yeah. With a, that's the only time Sneaky D has ever been able to win something on Scottcast is when uh, Bronwyn was teamed up with him. Gotta have a Dixon involved to be a success on Scottcast. Scottcast loves getting Dixon, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, we need some something to inflate the mood here. Do you have any good news oh, this week? Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. Like uh if if it's our responsibility as like extremely privileged white folk to to not put our voices into the ether and, and <laughs> <laughs> then I've been doing great. Um <laughs> I am completely focused on myself. What I got myself a treadmill and the past three, four days I start my day by running a mile and that gives me enough energy throughout the whole day that I don't have that mid afternoon slump. Do you get those mid afternoon slumps all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Like that three or four and like, you just want to like die or nap or something. Yep. They used to plague me, but no more. Or I've been taking mushrooms, not those kind, lion's mane mushrooms, been running that mile, been drinking 130 ounces of water a day. I piss so much. <laughs> like, uh, they say you got to invest uh, money in the space you usually are. So, like, your mattress should be really good, like your workspace, you know, invest yeah. some money into it. I, I, I need to get some decorations for behind my toilet. Because of how long I'm just standing there <laughs> each day. <laughs> but all in all, I have more energy than I've ever had in my entire life. Just those few things. Well, hot damn. Right? You know, so that's pretty light. Scott's doing good. Hey, everybody. <laughs> the privileged white man's doing great. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I got all that information from Sneaky D. Except for the lion's mane mushroom thing. But uh, I just took Sneaky D's advice, just literally. I was like, I asked him, what do I do to get more energy through the day? And he's like, boom, here it is. It's a two-hour live stream. I watched it. I absorbed some of it. I implemented it. And it freaking worked. Not too bad. Yeah. And I'm glad that you're doing a different um, ick topic with the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I really needed a haircut. That one's coming up. I don't know if I should say this, but uh, I went to Sabelle's yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, after dinner, she just lopped it off. What? Oh, we had a plan for that. I mean, how much did she lop off? All of it? The whole, pretty much. Yeah. God damn. I've still got the. I've still got the braid. I've still got the tail. Are you disappointed? A little bit, yeah. I thought we weren't going to do the peanut butter solution ick episode. Well, we were, but then things happened and we were secluded. And <laughs> so like, Are you crying over there? Is it... <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were secluded. And, uh, uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I have to find somebody else to let me chop their hair off, man. I mean, you know. Maybe that's for the best. Like, maybe I shouldn't, like, I mean, make I guess too many appearances in these rival cooking shows. You did what you had to do, I guess. I did. I look like a 90s heartthrob now. That's cool. 
I'm sure we can find use for that somehow. A little 90s nostalgic. It's some 90s VHS tape we review. Yeah. I'll be the 90s kid. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just an old ass motherfucker being like, yeah, I love skateboards and Gogurt. <laughs> That'll work. But it feels better. Well, that's good. It is it getting good. too warm to have all that hair. Like I was sweating just existing. Yeah. And, and like I don't want to trip on it on the treadmill. Going past the knees. It's been like 10 years since we've been in, which since we've seen each other. True. Feels that way. At the beginning of this year, we had World War III. Then we had Corona. Then we had the murder hornets. And then massive civil unrest. And now poisonous toads. In Florida, it's like being overrun with cane toads. Well, I haven't, uh, I haven't been privy to that. Tell me more about that. Basically, there's these, like a naturally invasive species, like half of Australia's wildlife is dead because they introduced the cane toad there. And what, what happens is people take, like to take them and they like to lick them because they think it will give them hallucinations. But the venom is so strong that there's a very strong chance that they'll die. And it's being released in Florida. So I'm estimating a death count uh, <laughs> at least three times that of Corona, just in yeah. that region. Florida man's not going to fare well with that. Yeah, we're going to have a, we're going to have to find a new state to get news from. <laughs> I don't know if I'd lick a toad for a high. Uh, it doesn't seem worth it. No, because like, even if it turned out great, even if it was all that you were promised by the guy with the weird sweater, you you still have to live with the fact you licked a toad. True. You know, you, you might get like warts growing on your tongue and all that crap too. It's just, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. So how long do you think you're going to keep the, the pod King title here? We're going to wait it out. <laughs> you're <running> back. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want it back. Well, maybe. I mean, let's. I mean, let's look at the facts here. As Pod King, um, our our Patreon subscribers uh, have dwindled to seventy five percent of its former glory. Mm-hmm. We've only posted one episode since I became Pod King, right? Right, and since that, the whole world broke out into rioting. Yeah. True. This one doesn't seem to be going swimmingly. <laughs> this one's going great for me. Yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes and we haven't talked about anything. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Buck stops at the pod king. Mm. But I, I have something for you that maybe, maybe it will save uh, this kingdom. Okay. And you won't have to uh, release your, your title. What are you proposing? For for Dicks in the News, Ian. Mm-hmm. I invested in a, an artificial intelligence machine that gathers the dumbest news stories it could find. Okay. This is a real machine. Like like I put all the articles that we have talked about before on Scottcast, listed them in a machine program mm-hmm. and the machine program scans the internet and it ranks articles for uh, 
likelihood to be in the cohort I created in the future. So I thought what we could do for, for the rest of this pod here is rate whether or not these are good news stories for okay. dicks in the news. Good yeah. Scott cast topics. Because it's unproven. It's an unproven artificial intelligence machine. Scottcast experiment or testing the uh, the AI. I don't. I don't think AI is that bad. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna destroy humanity. At least not if we train it right. And that's yeah. what we're doing. This is responsible AI use. Put that on a sticker. So we're drinking today, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely drinking. Uh, I've got myself uh, a Bell's Lager of the Lakes. Bohemian Pilsner, because mm-hmm. I like the idea of a Bohemian Pilsner. I like a light, crisp beer. What, yeah. what are you? What are you uh, imbibing with? I'm going to give a shout out to uh, J and B Rare uh, Mixed Scotch. Mixed Scotch. That's not a thing. Um, blended Scotch. That's what we're calling it. Oh, okay. Is it a good Scotch? Uh, f- for the price, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> it gets you drunk. <laughs> but if you look you at drink? if you look at like any old school uh, horror movie where they're drinking scotch, it's J and B motherfucker. The thing with uh, Kurt Russell, where he's like drinking scotch and playing chess against the computer thing. He's drinking J and B. Oh. Okay, so it's a and so it's a renowned he, brand. He loses and he's like, "Uh, you cheating bitch!" And he dumps the scotch in the computer, and fucking fries the circuit board. <laughs> that's that's so unrealistic. Like that, someone would waste scotch by pouring it on a computer. Well, if it's J, if it's J and B, it's like no big deal. <laughs> it's like oh, is that it? Twenty dollars a fifth. Maybe we should give our little uh, AI machine some J and B. Well, we'll we'll judge it, um, but. I guess due to our massive alcohol consumption, we got to look to the future for health solutions. And good news, Ian. Okay. Many human livers uh, have been created from stem cells, just from scratch. Okay. So, you know, the size of a mouse or something. Mini, so but, small, small livers. That's, yeah. uh, that's legit, though. You can, um, you can implant a portion of a liver you don't if you get a liver transplant you don't need a full liver it'll it'll regenerate as long as you're not uh poisoning it yeah with alcohol oh okay well you know uh maybe when you turn 21 every year you go to the doctor for a checkup they 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 hold your balls they tell you to cough they slap you twice on the cheeks and they do surgery on you (laughs) have a couple cheeks (laughs) <laughs> and and then they uh, do surgery on you uh, to just bit by bit replace the liver you're damaging by drinking. If you uh, if you have liver damage, as long as you're not doing things to continue to damage your liver, you can have a big portion of it removed, and like it'll regenerate. That's one of the few human organs that'll do that. Yeah, but imagine if there is no lead time up until drink a clock <laughs> it's like oh i fucked up my liver i'm gonna go to cvs get a new one I don't, I don't know what the threshold of that is in terms of how much you can damage versus how much how fast it'll regenerate 
Well, that's just it. It's it's manufactured. You don't have to regenerate it. You just got to sew it in. Well, I imagine there's like some process of assimilation too. Yeah, maybe just get a blowtorch, weld it in. (laughs) You know, speed it up. So, how would you rate that story for a Scott cast? Uh, It's certainly relevant to the Skycast uh, universe. Yeah. I would say it's a, it's a solid 7 out of 10. Solid 7 out of 10. I'm gonna, for AI, it's got to be an 8 out of 10 at the minimum. I'm expecting a 9 on average for, for the whole list. Like, it's okay if it misfires once. Pretty lofty expectations for the, the It's AI artificial there. intelligence, man. Yeah. It's a robot. Like, it should be smarter than me, you know? It reads everything. <laughs> And then it gives me only a few. If if this thing, with all its technology and its bluster, can't give us stupid news stories, how can we expect AI to help us in the future with civilization? Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> um. Okay. How about this? This is a good one. Man hands out raccoons in front of a Seven Eleven. How many raccoons did he hand out? He handed out approximately nine raccoons. To just strangers, just for free, outside of 7-Eleven. It's not strange that there was a man to me that was at a 7-Eleven trying to hand out raccoons. What's strange to me is that there were nine people who just took one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I would be a little reluctant to accept a raccoon, I think. Just a little reluctant? like Like it would tempt you? I mean, they're adorable. They are adorable. But I, I wouldn't know how to take care of one. or I don't know that they are appropriate for, like, being a pet. They're definitely not domesticated. Yeah. They're not like Kyle. Like, maybe maybe you can take one and then, like, keep it in your backyard. Like, it's your raccoon friend. Like, yeah, you'll have a fence and you'll build, like, a little treehouse for them and, and uh, throw your trash in the yard. apparently uh the police only found seven of the nine that were uh given away which is also remarkable like that's that's mind-boggling efficiency this is niagara falls police Mm. so that might be it might be canadian so how would you rate rate that one it's acute animals is not a typical domestic creature so i guess that's a little goofy and it involves a 7-eleven um, we'll give that an 8 out of 10. It's an 8 out of 10. That's a passable. It's got animals. All right. So on that thread, that animals are good Scott cast topic. Man breaks into the zoo drunk to see lemurs and uh, fords a moat to, to live with them, basically. <laughs> now that's, that's a nine. <laughs> to me, oh yeah, we don't even have to discuss that one. <laughs> you got a, a drunk person doing something silly. It involves animals. That's a solid story. I don't did the the lemurs um like disembowel the man? I don't think so. Uh Joseph Villa Villa fifty two allegedly tried to use a rowboat to reach lemurs on an island. It seems like he didn't even get to the island. He couldn't reach the island, in fact, because he lodged the boat underneath a footbridge. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Like, like you get that <laughs> far. So he got that far. He got his boat stuck. <laughs> then he jumps in the water, swims back to the start and just leaves. Like you were almost there. <laughs> you were almost on lemur Island. And you just give up. It would have been equidistant to swim to the island than back home. So you might as well just like hung out with the lemurs. I don't think they I don't think they're the kind of monkey that tear you apart. It's not like a chimp where it's like 300 pounds of muscle in a four foot creature. Well, I mean, they're small, but they're uh, wild primates. I don't know. They'll they'll tear your face off. I'm going to look it up. Lemur violence. Oh, well, this is a very telling headline. The first headline (laughs) when you type in lemur violence is National Geographic. And it says, is it possible to smell weakness? Lemurs can. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) This guy couldn't even row to the fucking island. They're going to destroy this guy. (laughs) Yeah, they saw that boat get stuck and they they invented knives. (laughs) (laughs) Like our creatures haven't had this kind of stimulation ever. Okay, so lemurs who live as pets often become frustrated and aggressive particularly at three years old when they reach uh, sexual maturity. They get violent. They're wild animals. They, they lunge, they chase, they grab, and they bite. It's, it's how they interact with um, their own selves. Yeah. Plus humans. So they, they're, they're just playing, but like their version of playing is like biting your balls off. <laughs> so it's not out of malice. They're just like, look at this weakling. <laughs> Let's play with his body parts. So nine out of ten. I think, and I think that you're right. Yeah, like that was kind of a nine out of a ten. That had a lot going for it. Uh, my favorite part was when the guy got stuck on the footbridge. <laughs> that little moment of defeat. That was just like he had so much motivation. Like he had enough motivation to break into a zoo. He had enough motivation to find the lemurs. He had enough motivation to find a rowboat to row to the lemur island. He had enough motivation to get halfway there, but he gets a little stuck. And then he just, just fuck it. Just bails. Yeah. I'm going home. While we're talking about men basically uh, getting up to no good for no reason during these times of Corona, when um, a high school was abandoned, a naked man showed up and did a hundred thousand dollars worth of damage to a high school wearing nothing and but he had headphones on so wearing nothing but headphones (laughs) nothing but headphones and he caused a hundred thousand dollars worth of damage what did that high school have in it that cost a hundred thousand dollars like did he really like locker to locker like the shining style with a with a with an axe? Uh I can't imagine. I don't know. Here it is. It's on New York Post. It's in Florida. And it took him twenty two hours. Twenty two hours. I can't do anything for twenty two hours, let alone be naked causing a hundred thousand dollars worth of damage. That's like a job. I guess my main question is why was he naked? Yeah. <laughs> He's at large, though, and I don't know if that's talking about the dick or talking about his state of capture, but he's at large. 
and they don't even know if he's a former student. They don't know how old he is, but he broke computers inside the school, put graffiti in the walls. Oh, and flooded the building. Okay, so that explains the damage. It's like structural damage was the main uh, monetary value, perhaps. I gotta say that, yeah. Like, it would be a lot of computers to get to $100,000. It's not like they have, like, a Master Charles rig there. Right. For everybody. They just got the... They're just getting a Dell, you know? (laughs) But here's a picture of him if you want to take a look. Want to describe him to the ScottCast audience? I'll put it in chat. Looks like it could be a student. I don't know. It's kind of a weird-looking guy. He looks like he's wearing a shirt. And this one he does. So I guess in the 22 hours, he decided, uh, it's time to shed the uniform. (laughs) He's got like a fucking... Is he wearing a hat? Or like a helmet of some kind? It kind of looks like he's wearing like a very large, like Moscow helmet. Like I can't believe way bigger than his head. Yeah. Like fits over the headphones. And these are like beefy studio headphones. Yeah. He, he looks like it's Photoshopped on. Yeah. It's like, how do you do that? And how do you, how do you go on a 22 hour vandalism spree? And like the only image you get is this one. I can't say I'm impressed with this story. Like, I expect more from Florida man. Uh, this is a, a four out of ten. This is a four out of ten. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So this 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 AI is not doing good. I don't even know if uh, the next one's going to save it. But we'll at least tally the points, and we'll and we'll try it out on a couple other Scottcasts to see if uh, see if it gets better as we identify stuff. Man moons neighbors after mowing their lawns without consent, gets arrested. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. He got arrested for mooning them or for mowing their lawns without their consent? The mooning, I think, was the... lawn vandalism. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to create a wildfire sanctuary. (laughs) It seems like a favor. Right? I hate mowing the lawn and uh, I don't have to mow the lawn here, but whenever I'm responsible for the lawn or, or lawn maintenance, it's just the most annoying thing in the world. It's like, well, what am I doing? I'm, I'm preening grass. So it's not as tall. Why, why do I have so much grass planted? If I don't want it to be tall, it doesn't make any sense. True. 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 Like, like I'll, I'll have a, I'll have a yard of bushes. Why not? A yard of uh, cacti and gravel. I'll take that. Yeah, just let, let nature run its course, right? But at the same time, if if somebody were, were to mow my lawn for me just without any consent, just like there he is, and there it is, it's it's done, I, I'd thank the guy. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't understand this culture of people. They see it. They see him doing this, and he's and he's mowing their lawn. And they yell at him. They're like, get off my lawn. You don't have my consent to mow. And, and then his response isn't like, fine, I was just trying to do your favor, geez. It was like just, just exposing himself long, long enough to get arrested. I mean, this, I guess this has given me like Hamtramck flashbacks. So like I 
definitely have neighbors who both don't mow their lawns and have exposed themselves <laughs> in their <laughs> lawns to me. So uh, I'd say it's relevant to the Scott cast universe. And uh, I'm going to give that a nine out of 10. Oh, nine out of 10. Oh shit. Did I tell you about Ooh. my neighbor and his uh, refrigerator that he threw out? <laughs> I give that a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> See, that's why the machines will never do it. Your neighbor, is this the same neighbor um, that... That was that was like Yes. Okay. One and the same. So he's been over there, like, kind of fixing up the house to try and rent it out. And he, uh, he, he took, a, like, a refrigerator out back to the alley where the trash pickup is, but he like chained it shut and he painted on the door of the refrigerator. Do not open. And Bronwyn and I were both pretty intrigued and like wondering what could be in there and why he wouldn't want anyone to open it. And, uh, we were going to take some pictures, but it was like, I don't know. It was going to be a weird thing if we were like out in the alley taking pictures of this fridge, but it was like, you would see this uh, this scene in a horror film, like refrigerator chain shut says "Do not open." It's like there's a body in there, <laughs> probably. What what was the what was like the the year you would put on that fridge? Was it an old school one with like it the was, lock? It was like filthy looking. It was it didn't have like a lock, like a padlock on the door itself. It was like there was a chain wrapped around it. Okay. Was it like the magnetic kind of closer that you see on like modern fridges or is it like a 1950s fridge? I don't know if it was a 50s fridge, but it was like at least 20, 30 years old. It was probably okay. like as old as I am. Okay. That's 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 fair. It's probably not what I think it is. So it probably is a body? Uh, potentially. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was just like, oh, there was some food in there and it, they let it sit there for like a while. And then like, oh, don't open that because it stinks. I don't know. You change it shut. That's suspicious. So it's in the alley to be picked up or thrown away or tossed in a garbage uh, truck? Alleged, you would assume to be disposed of from like the garbage pickup. But do not open. Do not open. <laughs> Blood red paint. Yeah. Dripping. I mean, I don't trust that guy. But at the same time, if I have to do the probability, some guy like that, I think, would get rid of a fridge and all the food that's in it just as much easier than, than he'd find the time to commit a murder. But at the same time, if he did commit a murder, I think that's what he'd do. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, it's a real toss-up in the realm of probability. Are you going to yeah. go open it? Yeah, I mean, it's gone now. Oh, it's gone now? Okay, so someone just believed him and was just like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> Toss it in the back. Yeah, I mean. So you could have a murderer across the way. Potentially, yeah. You know, or at least somebody uh, I mean, collects corpses. I don't know. I already know a lot more about him than I need to. I've seen his dick, so I'm not going to ask any questions. <laughs> I would like to. Does a man like that, uh, who generally on the meth or the crack or whatever, 
uh, is it shaved down there? Like, is it meticulously taken care of and like manscaped, or or is I don't, it all? I, don't know. I didn't take notes or anything. Oh, okay. So it's like <laughs> you saw it, and you just you just yeah, ran away. Like, oh, there's a there's a dick. I'm gonna go uh, do something else now. Well, if that was me, I'd be like Leonardo da Vinci with my freaking <laughs> sketchbook. <laughs> you must draw it in motion, as that is the most. A captivating pose. It tells the full story. Yes, the swinging dick standing upon a shed, yelling at the whole world, nothing but his bare natural. It's kind of a Walt Whitman poem, really. Like if Walt Whit- Whitman did crack. <laughs> like this might be this. That would be his barbaric yawp. So that's a ten out of ten. So like, oh, already organic stories uh, win. Unless we count my story about running, hmm. which was like a four out of ten, so AI bot got eighteen, twelve, twenty-seven points. Yeah. So I mean, uh, oh, thirty-seven could be better, but um, it inspired uh, a recollection of uh, a worthwhile story. So that was uh, overall. Um, worthwhile. Okay. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep the AI bot around. Okay. Maybe I'll remember more weird shit that happens in Hamtramck, and it'll be fun. I think that's fair. Got one more thing. Uh, remember when I uh, lambasted you for uh, ending your text messages in ellipses? Yeah. Apparently, there's a new grammar that's been getting codified lately. Hmm. And one of the main tenets of this grammar is, and it's all about text messaging, mm-hmm. is you never end text message with a period. Okay. Like, that's the main rule against it. Like, usually you don't end it with any punctuation. Some people end it with a dash for some reason. There's mysterious folk like yourself who likes to end it with the two dots or the three dots and sent uh, ending it like with a period, like you're a normal person just writing in the English language uh, is completely unacceptable. So it's like, I can't do anything right these days. I can't even text, right? I think ellipses are about to make a comeback. Well, I think it's a it's a conversational thing. Is that's how I talk in general. I kind of trail off and allow space for uh, for things to happen, and that's how I text. That's a thought, but like, why do you need to represent it? And we're getting we're getting into a topic we've already tread. Yeah. So I guess I just wanted to bring that up. So if you guys want to, so I was right, it, you were wrong. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm I've been really humbled the past couple of weeks. I lost oh. my pod king position. Uh, I, I came face to face with my privilege and all that. Mm-hmm. And I've discovered that if I would just run 15 minutes a day at the beginning of my day, uh. I wouldn't have wasted 
three decades of my life. Well, I mean, it's good that you know now, right? Yeah. The next three decades are going to be stellar. It's never too late to learn some of the stuff. Yeah. So what did we learn today? Oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) Well... I don't know. It's all kind of been a haze. Uh, it seems like even when things are shit, they're worthwhile because they can um, bring us to revelations. They can bring us to reflections on uh, experiences we've had. And as awful and as uh hopeless as the world may feel right now that uh, we're going to come out the other side and uh, hopefully make things better. That is some good stuff right there. I like that. Makes me think of a metaphor. Yeah. Uh, Life is like a spaceship, right? Mm -hmm. The spaceship's purpose is to launch into this space and go take people farther than they've ever been. But in order to get there, you, you gotta basically strap in, prepare, uh, cross your fingers and, uh, cause a giant, enormous, fiery, tempestuous explosion that, hurdles you into an air at the most uncomfortable rate possible, almost instantaneously, where previously you made no zero progress. But then, magically, you are in this space. And of course, space is the best fucking thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) I love space. Contrary to prior uh, opinions expressed (laughs) on Scottcast. (laughs) <laughs> I always hold the latest opinions the best opinion. <laughs> Please subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> For God's sake, we're bleeding money. <laughs> I wear a goddamn spacesuit in a video. Just fucking subscribe. <laughs> oh shit! So that's what I learned. Goddamn. Yeah. Now I got to end it up. Unless we got a, there's another thought we have in the ether to be reached for. I mean, I guess that's it, man. Uh, shit. Take care of each other. Uh, in that order. All hail Scott Cast. Glory be to Scott Cast. Uh, for the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scott Cast, we bid the adieu. See you later, Scott Castigators. <laughs>